This episode is brought to you by Noble Pet Foods. No nonsense, no bull. Go to noblefoods.com, use promo code DOGTALK15, and they'll deliver dog food to your house with Noble. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs. I'm Liz Murdoch. I am glad to be back with more podcast episodes coming. And I just wanted to say for people that have wondered where have the episodes been, I had to take a break after Teddy passed away in March, as those of you who have had the loss of an animal, that sometimes it just shifts us and we have days that we don't want to do anything for sure. But we also have times where we're like, what am I doing anyway? I want to do this. And so I've had a bit of exploration as an animal communicator, even how do I define myself as an animal communicator? What does that mean? And anyway, I'm back and I have a guest here today. So stay tuned for future episodes and what all that means. Uh, Today, my guest is Erica Messer, who we met through Instagram and sort of super zoo since I had wanted to go and Erica made it there. But Erica is another uh, animal lover who also lost a pet. And I'm, we're going to talk about how that has influenced her life and what she's done with it. Because I know there are many of you listening who have want to do something to honor your pet. How do I deal with, get through the day? Here is a story of a woman, Erica Messer. Welcome. And we're going to find out what you've done with your grief and channeling it and how you're using it to help other people. So Erica, welcome. Hi, thank you. Thank you. And I'm sorry for your loss of Teddy. I know that kind of pain. And if the people that are listening are here because of that, they've lost a pet. We we've got your back. Yeah, you're not alone. Yes, for sure. And it's been fun connecting with Erica, which I think is part of the grief journey is finding people who get what you're, I mean, to feel like I want to cry, you know, who get, I know. Who get what, who get what you're experiencing in a way that's meaningful for you, because, you know, Eric and I have had a connection through this, but some of you might have a connection with someone in a completely different way. And we're here to say that's okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll just get right to it. Erica, I found her. She has these cards there. Um, her, your company is Wolfie's wish. Tell us who Wolfie is. Yes. Okay. So Wolfgang, uh, was his name. We just called him Wolfie cause he's cute. Um, he was my COVID companion. I adopted him. I rescued him. He had, uh, eye herpes and no one wanted him, um, nursed him back to health, you know, I was with him 24 seven. He just became my best friend. Um, And he passed to a tragic accident uh, very suddenly in October 2021. And I had never experienced anything so traumatic in my life. And I know it's just the people are like, but it's just a cat. It's just a cat that died. And I'm like, no, it's not. I wish I could explain. But, you, you know, the people that do understand, I feel are really lucky because they also shared an amazing experience with an animal. And uh, like yourself, these are the people that I'm drawn to now. Um, so that was Wolfgang. So it, and it's interesting, I think, you know, during the COVID and, and sadly, those of you who who 
quarantine, stayed at home, or whatever you're doing with an animal, and then it passes, it, it just affects us in a different way. I also think, you know, for some, for at least some of us. And so it's like, mm-hmm. what do we do with this? Because these we were with these animals in a much more intense way. And and my daughter mm-hmm. and I talked about that on our podcast episode about that grief. But with Wolfie and And it's funny because I have a dog, those of you who know, named Wolfgang also. So it's funny how that happens. But Erica, you did something, you created these cards to help people. Tell us about what, how, how that evolved. Yeah. So I live in Munich, Germany. And because we moved here during the pandemic, I didn't really have a big support system. And I found that I didn't really know where to look or how to get the help that I knew I needed. I knew that I was going to either stay down and kind of go into this cynicism or I needed to find a way to rebound and I wanted to come back out. I wanted to have a joyful life again. And I, I, I didn't, I looked on Amazon. I said, okay, there's gotta be a book or like some affirmation card decks or like some simple self-help pet loss tools. Right. Um, I was really, really overwhelmed with trying to decide which book to buy. And I said, how long do I have, how much do I have to read before I feel better? Do I have to read the whole thing? I can't even focus. So (laughs) I was, that kind of made things worse. And then I said, okay, the only thing I know how to do is like sit down with a cup of tea, be still, breathe, light a candle, cry, and just ask myself, what do I need? What do I need to do to heal? And really anyone can do this, but you have to be still long enough to listen to the answers and they don't come right away, but I was forced to do this. And these little ideas started coming up, like bubbling up gently. And I thought, okay, I'm going to write them a love letter. And that's not a new concept. I've talked to so many people that also have done that and found it amazing because we can put it away and we can reread and remember all those little treasures that we had and what we loved about our animal and what was special. So I did that. It was six pages. (laughs) I put it away and it was just like, it became a daily thing. Okay. What do I need to do today to heal today? I need to focus on acceptance that this terrible thing happened. I don't understand why or how I don't, it, I mean, it really was a freak accident. And I had to just get to write to acceptance that, hmm, this sucks, but this is what happened. What do I do from now? So really these cards, so the card deck is Mm -hmm. just written down a lot of the tools that I came up with to help myself. And it was my family that wanted me to share them um, and make them. And at first I really didn't want to. Um, but when I was talking to a pet grief counselor, which I needed for the traumatic part that I was dealing with, um, and she told me that everything I was experiencing and these intense feelings and feelings, uh, some semi-suicidal feelings and thoughts too, Mm -hmm. that I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to be in this pain. So I was looking for, you know, escapism. And anyway, once I learned that everything I was experiencing and feeling was normal, Yeah, really, really hit me hard. And that was the pivotal moment that I said, okay, I'm going to make the thing that I couldn't find. And we're going to see what happens. And it has been a huge success that something simple. Yeah. Yeah. The cards, something Mm -hmm. simple and digestible daily practices 
that just get you looking in gratitude and looking at the positive things and working on acceptance. And I have to say, these aren't based on the five grief. um, What's the word? Uh, Stages of grief. Right. No, this is just, these are just things like remember the joy, right? Is one of the cards and you turn it over and it's like, when I'm feeling down, I can think of a happy moment to relive. And so you're kind of counteracting all this negative, right? You're going, okay, this happened. I don't have my pet with me, but what were my favorite things? What were my favorite experiences? Let me replay those in my mind. What did I love about this animal? And you start to shift and you feel it. You feel it right away. Yeah. So that the ugly, the ugly, darky stuff is always going to be there, but you learn to just go, okay, what do I want to focus on? You know? So really, I think just comes down to simple gratitude practices and looking at what's good. So what's interesting, and I think it's, I want people to know is you are not a, a trained grief counselor. You did not say, I want to work with people in grief. This is someone who you just said, this is what worked for me. And I want to share what worked for me because I didn't see anything else like this out there. Right. Mm -hmm. It's very real and and simple. And I've I've seen the cards. They are uh, very easy to hold in your hand, which don't you agree that part, you know, a book, as you said, can be hard to, to read. Not that there, I mean, there's some very, very useful books. I'm not putting those down, but sometimes we also want something we can touch. That's what, you know, my daughter mm. and I experience is like, we miss the physical. We know we can connect with Teddy in, you know, a non-physical way. You know, we experience that with him with signs and, you know, not as much as we'd like. So anyone listening, I get that question. Well, I don't see signs every day. It's like, that's okay. Not everybody mm. does, but like the car, it's also nice to have something to hold on to. And I think, you know, mm. do you find that people say when they're holding a card, it helps them feel connected again? I think, I think holding it and having almost like instructions mm-hmm. for that moment and focusing on one thing is what is helpful to them. And a lot of people that I meet, you know, I've taken it to trade shows, we'll stand there and read one and they'll start crying. And we just get to have this amazing connection. I'm going to get emotional now. Okay. Um, Where they, they, I see, I see them. I see that shift. Yeah. It's so important to be validated. And, you know, people talk about, you know, I, I work with clients, you know, I'm not a grief counselor, but when they come to me about, you know, what does my dog say who crossed over? And I'm like, well, I can just see what I get. You know, I just share messages that I get. And then you can, you know, I take that to a grief counselor if you need to or whatever. But Mm. uh, some, some people like that a lot, but they still feel like they need the support of like the grief counselor or the card, something beyond to process what they're going through. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I yeah. And you- I want to make, I want to make sure it's clear that these are not a substitute for professional help. And if you have any ideas of not wanting to be here or hurting yourself, then you do need professional help. And if you find that, you know, months are going by and you're not feeling joy again for your life or having interest in the things that you like to do, and you're wanting to stay in bed all the time, you need to get professional help. So I want to make that clear that I'm right. Like you said, I'm a musician and artist. 
I come from a totally different area and I felt like this was just put upon me and now I do all of it. But the I think what's gonna, what excites me about starting Wolfie's Wish is these connections that I have with people like yourself. We just cut through the BS and we just talk like person to person, heart to heart about a similar, a similar thing we've been through. And I just love that. I just get goosebumps when I meet people and, you know, we stay in touch. Yeah. It's amazing. So I I think that's a good point about the difference between when, like I said, I took a break from my podcast one, because I needed to, and two, because I started soul searching, like you were looking for books and what do I do? and, And what do I do today to honor my dog? I was sort of like, in some things, what does that matter? Not in like give up everything. I did, I never felt that way, but you know, what more like, what does it matter if I just do, for instance, just an episode of the podcast, I, I want to do more with, I want to have them linked together with these themes that are really supporting people even better. And mm-hmm. so like for me, I had started my cards or dog talk cards to help people connect with their dogs that are living so that they get into their knowing and they don't have to if they don't want to take a course or read a book that the cards are the similar idea that, that you can start with one question and go from there. And that's why I knew when I saw yours, it's like, Oh, wow, this is definitely a thing. One thing at a time with your dog, whether your dog is alive or has pet or your animal, your pet, that it's okay. One thing at a time. And so in my grief with Teddy, I was like, that knowing within, I need to get these cards finally done. Those matter. Sort of like mm-hmm. you and your family who saw that you needed to share these. And so for any of you listening and you're you're trying to get out of your own darkness that comes sometimes just on and off, know that when you, you whether you use Erica's cards or you're just meditating from what we're talking about or feel quiet time, that if you get something that it's like, you know, maybe I should just go for a walk. I, I'm going to go the path that I used to walk my dog. And, you know, Erica, she had a cat. So I'm not, um, I, I, t- my language is dogs, but I mean, every, all animals. So, but if you get a yearning to do something, just see where it takes you. Cause look where it took mm-hmm. Erica. Mm-hmm. Go, go one day like one card at a time kind of thing. So Erica, what else um, do we need to talk about with the cards? Uh, I know. So people listening often ask about um, what, what's the animal you're going to talk to today. And Erica and I had a conversation and I am not going to talk with Wolfie who passed um, suddenly. So I want to talk though about Erica's reason why she didn't want to do that. I offered as an afterthought because I know people would say either to her or to me, Erica, you know, did did she talk to Wolfie? What did Wolfie have to say? So I was like, oh, Erica, we need to talk about this. What are we going to do? No pressure. And you had some very thoughtful responses that I want people to know who might feel pressured or, or are just considering, well, I've never thought about that. Maybe I should do it. And I will tell you, I'll go first and say, I have people that when I explain that I can get information, they're happy just knowing that it can be possible. It can be helpful, but they still say, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm not ready. And that's okay. So Erica, share how you felt and what you thought about 
that. that yeah, thank you. So I saw, you know, I saw your question in the email and I, I kind of thought about it all day. And, and what I, what I really came to was, well, does Wolfie want to talk to me? You know, it's like, and then I said, I feel, I feel really, feel really vulnerable and still pretty tender and that I might just, it might be too much for me to, whether it's good or bad, right? Doesn't matter. The information just might be too much and kind of overwhelm me. So that's how I feel today. Um, And so I just, I just politely, you know, declined. I said, yeah, no, not, not ready right now. And I, I play a game and it's based on, it developed into one of the cards, which is, uh, and a book, actually, I have a book called Tales of Spirit Cats. So whatever your animal is, right? We're talking about dogs and cats, but everyone who has a bond with an animal, be it a horse or a bird or a guinea pig or a rabbit, it's the same. So try this exercise where you, you imagine your pet still with you, maybe in spirit form, like Casper the Friendly Ghost, for those who know who that is. Um, going with you on your daily activities, right? Going to the massage parlor, going to the grocery store. And like, it will make you laugh. Because if if you know your animal, like I knew Wolfgang, it's easy and it's funny. And so it, again, it totally shifts the these negative and sad times. So anyway, I said, well, he's with me all the time. I, I like feel like he's right here. And um, that's part of the reason why I don't feel like I need to, to have you talk to him, which is very generous of you. And I might come back to that, but that's just where I was at. Well, I love that. And I like how you, you know, you say, well, I talked to him in my imagination and, and people wonder, how do you know if it's real? It's like, I don't think it matters whether it's imagination mm-hmm. or you think it's real because I, it, it's effective, whatever works. And in right. our experience, there's so many things we don't understand coincidence and stuff. Maybe it is real. Maybe it's not, but if it's helping us and it feels like it's giving us what we need to know and get through it, it's, it's okay. Would you agree? Well, and- I totally agree. And this, that's what I want these cards to be is a vehicle for you to find what works for you. Hopefully something in there will resonate. It's impossible to write a deck of cards. That's one size fits all for every human being. Right. Right. So some of them will resonate and some won't, but what I love about it is you can read them in order. You can read them all at once. You can shuffle them. You can keep one out for a week. I still love reading these. And so, you know, and I have to say that I think when people, my friends and family didn't really know how to support me, they've lost pets, but they didn't really know what to do. And so while I think giving flowers and cards is like a beautiful thing, but those flowers only last a week and they die. And then the people are sad about that. Right. Um, Personally, what I love about these is that they can be put away. They can be brought out. It's like, it's your thing, but I want people to sit down and just be with these feelings. I know that's hard to do and hard to say. Um, but that's really where the healing starts is like, what do you need to do? And these are just kind of a, these are just prompts that, that, like I said, that worked for me. And, um, I, I still can't believe I won a best new product award at super zoo two weeks ago. It's like, what? Yes. Um, There were hundreds of new products, right? Right. And you were connected. 
Yeah, but I was in, I mean, there's different categories. Let me qualify that, that this was a specific category for gifts. And um, it just validated that not only are they, I think, a quality product, but people like them and wanted them. And I feel like need them right now. I really hope that this is a springboard for us as a whole to talk about grief and to provide more support and that more things like this come out. And I mean, I just want to have a big grief hug with the whole world. <laughs> well, that's so good. The, the thing is too, is that the cards, you know, any of these cards are, they, the answers can change from one day to the following week. And that's what's so interesting because grief doesn't always stay the same. We can feel today, oh, I just miss such and I miss such and this about my cat. And then the following week is you miss something else. And it's nice to be able to work through all those aspects of grief that we're get, dealing with, or even guilt or whatever that comes up because guilt is often tied to it. And I want to reassure people that when your loved ones don't get it, what you're feeling, that's because the way they've experienced grief is also different. And we're grief is so personal. And so I just, I think the more we can help people find their way and know it's okay to experiment with this book or this chapter is helpful or these cards, that it's part of the journey that our animals would want for us. And I want to go mm -hmm. back to your question about would Wolfie want to talk to me in more in a general way that the animals, I've never had an animal not come but what they say can be like Wolfie would probably say like, you know, you're not ready. And, and they, when they talk to me, they respect our wishes. And so many times they have been looking out for us, or they'll say to an animal who was, you know, the, treated with months and years of treatments, the person will say, I'm so sorry you suffered. And the animal's looking at it from a perspective of, I wanted to be there with you. So they give messages that are helpful. They've never not said something to a person. It, it's sometimes, Erica, to your question, you know, it might be emotional. It might be, but sometimes it's not. And this is not just for Erica. Sometimes it's not. It just catches them off guard. I think I've shared the story of the mm. woman who said that she wanted to know a sign. And I said, oh, it's when the church bells ring. And she's like, I don't know what that means. And I'm like, okay, well, let me double check. And I went back and I said, okay, you know, Fido, you know, she's not understanding what you mean by church bells. Is there another sign, you know, help me out here? Because I'm trying to get it into a meaningful message for her. And I'm like, church, I go, there's just something about church bells. And we were in a park and the church bells across the park started just chiming. And she was with her husband and we, the three of us just went wide-eyed. And so sometimes mm. messages that we get are not what we expect or even want. Mm. We want like, oh, I come to you yesterday when you saw the cloud, that was me. It's not always mm. what we want, mm. but it, I mean, at the end of that session, the, the bells chimed again too. So yeah, I encourage anyone, whether it's Erica, only do it when you're ready and have support. So we'll leave it at that. Um, Erica, do you want to add anything before we go about the cards? Where can people get them? Or do you have, a, oh. in my session, oh. I always say, what do you want people to know? Do you have anything just, else you want people to know? I just want people to know that you, you can be okay. You can have a scar on your heart and it will heal. 
and it's okay to have a scar because then you know how much you loved um, and that there's support out there. I started a, a grief support group on Facebook called Wolfie's Wish um, Pet Loss Support. There's also some great ones under the title Rainbow Bridge or the, I guess the subject Rainbow Bridge. So just reach out, ask for help when you need it. Um, how, whatever that looks like for you and don't hide in your grief. Don't be ashamed of it. Um, you will encounter people that don't understand and will tell you some silly things like just get another one or what's the matter. It was just a dog. And you know, it's, they're not trying to hurt you. They just don't know how to support you. And so part of my mission now is to provide support for those people too. So on my website, wolfieswish.com, I gradually add information and I have a blog now going, I have free resources, including book recommendations, YouTube meditations, you have downloadable templates that I've made. So just to, just to be open and, and get the help that you need, whatever that is. Um, and I wanted to say one more thing that my mom named the company Wolfie's Wish. We were going to be called Comfort Cards, but it's too generic. And people sometimes ask me, well, why are you called Wolfie's Wish? And his wish, oh gosh, was <laughs> for me to be myself again and to live a full life. And I think that he wants that for everybody. I want that for everybody. Yeah. I want everyone to, yes, go through the pain, but come out of it a whole person again. And you can love another animal again if you want to. So right. that's all I had to say. Wow, that was yeah, hard. <laughs> yeah, it's so important though. And it's so helpful to, to have that honesty about it. And so I want to ask a question, if you don't mind, about your group, because you talked about your therapist who was very helpful to you. And mm -hmm. I have talked to a lot of people, especially since Teddy passed about, well, how do you find someone? I went to this group. I don't feel, I don't want to go to a group. So do you have any tips and maybe that's on your, how do you pick your grief therapist or how do you yeah. know which group? Like, <laughs> do you want anyone even, to, do you want to answer? No, do you you can definitely go there. It's hard. Again, it's not a one size fits all thing. And I had to do the legwork of, just starting with Google. Okay, Google, let's go down this rabbit hole. Let's find some help. Okay, there are pet grief counselors. Didn't know that before. Um, let me have an interview. Okay, Google at home just answered me. Um, let me let me just reach out to them and see like how this works. And let's just jump in and have a session. But um, what I like about the Facebook groups is you can be I mean, your name is there, but you're anonymous, right? And so you are reaching out to people who understand and you're getting that validation right away. And it's so cathartic to just write a post in the group to say, I'm having the worst day. I do not want to get out of bed. I do not want to go to work. I don't even want to eat or whatever is going on. Um, or I'm crying so much and I can't stop. 500 comments come in. We've got you. Do you want to talk? I'm here for you. I understand. And so to be validated and know that you're okay and you're normal and it's okay to feel these ways, but to keep going, um, I think is a beautiful thing. So, and that, and I have to tell everybody, maybe this happened to you a week ago. Maybe it happened a year ago. If you're willing to do the work to heal, whatever that is for you, you will be okay. And you will get through it. Yeah. You'll have a scar on your heart. 
but yeah. okay. And who knows, you may end up with something like Wolfie's Wish, um, the, the, the cards or something that's meaningful to you that you can go do. And it doesn't need to be pet related. It can be like, I had a client who was able to start traveling again. You know, we, we put parts of ourselves on hold for our animals, especially totally. when we can't find someone to care for them. You know, I've, I haven't traveled at times because it's like, who's, who can I trust enough with my animals? And, mm. you know, so sometimes it's, it's freeing in an odd way. I, I know we wouldn't want to use the word freeing really, but we can go, we can do things. And that's what this particular person who was a, a client, she was able to do things that she couldn't do. And in a session, actually the, the dog said, tell me what you're going to do when I'm not here. And it was as if I want you to say it out loud as a promise so that when I'm gone, you promised me you were going to do A, B, and C. And Mm. we were like, oh my gosh, wow. I was just giving her these messages and she she did. And there were several things and it's come up with people where animals want people to make these promises because they might not do it. So, Mm. um, I forgot to say, thank you for that. I forgot to say that I did put a list of resources of counselors that I know and trust Mm -hmm. on this resource page on my website. Um, They have all seen the cards, liked the cards. Some of them have endorsed the cards and I've quoted them. Uh, They are not paying me. Nobody pays me anything. Anything I put up there, it gets filtered and curated by myself and the flip side of that is I will never advertise or pay anyone to promote my products. Just principally not going to happen. So yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. You're really committed. This is a person's experience that you want to share to help others. Mm-hmm. That's and we, yeah. that. And your, your group is not a therapy group. It's more like friends coming together who want right. to share. So it's support not, group. Yeah. That's all it is peer to peer. Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. it's important to notice that. Cause I, like I said, I've talked with people who are like, I didn't really like that person. It's like, well, that person's not a fit for you and mm-hmm. it's finding what you need. So I'm going to let people let all this sit. We've talked about a lot. You yeah. can, what, Erica, thank you so much for your time. So much. I, I know that this will help people. And, you know, those of you who are listening, Know how it works that you listen and then sometimes a month or two until you're ready to go by whether it's contacting me for a session or Erica even for questions about grief we go at our own pace with all this kind of stuff but we are here Erica is very committed to her mission spreading the word that recovery from grief is possible right yeah. and I am excited to be publicly on podcasting, talking about uh, dog talk and animal communication and bringing people resources and interesting aspects of the pet, you know, parenting, everyone doesn't consider themselves a pet parent, but in general terms, many of us are. So the pet experience. So anyway, Wolfie's Wish, what's your, share your website. Oh yeah. It's just wolfieswish.com. And again, I really love the resources page. That's my favorite page and it's just going to keep growing. So um, you can subscribe to our newsletter and be informed about new developments, um, new products, new books. I hope to just keep growing Mm -hmm. and um, making grief a, a, not a taboo, right? It's okay to talk about it. Right. 
Right. And I'm Liz Murdoch. You can find me at hello at lizmurdoch.com if you want to email me for more information about, you know, finding out what your pet wants you to know from the other side, you know, at your own pace, no pressure. I'm happy to chat with you for a bit to answer questions about that because I too uh, have a lot of strong feelings that I want to support people in that part of, can you get a message and what that means? And so anyway, so reach out to me if you would like to know more about that or ask a question and I can bring it onto the podcast. But thank you, Erica, for sharing so much about grief. I know it's going to mean a lot to people. So thank you. And thank you for devoting an entire episode to talk about something yucky. <laughs> we need to do that. It just helps, you know, it, when we talk about energy and moving it away, just clearing mm -hmm. it and then finding like panning for gold, we get rid of the dirt and stuff we don't need. And there's the gold. So I feel done. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Erica, thank you. And uh, stay tuned for more Talking with the Dogs. Ready to find out what your dog wants you to know? Visit TalkingWithTheDogs.com, book an appointment with me, and we'll find out.